hey really guys. got to renegotiate that contract for her. We're at the new Pod Populi Studios in Hudson still. And listen, I'm one who can say when things are good and things are bad, this is a pretty nice setup. Um, I don't care for it. I love it. <laughs> there's this weird thing called AC. Uh, they have a waiting area. It's an athletic club? It's to... <laughs> um, there's, there's little pictures up and... I mean, you got to walk a little to pee and stuff, but I guess it's okay. I mean, if you like new digs. You can and get that. a haircut in the building, uh, which I'm desperately in need of. Although, and, I guess Abby's assembling all the furniture and has already broken her finger. So She's such a good worker. She show. is. So she we is. wherever we end up going, we're taking her with us. Yeah. I don't care. I like that you can go out of here either direction. You don't have to keep going south. Yeah. Versus the diagonal parking at the old place. I mean, you can go in and you can go out. It's it's a two-way street here. Are there any bars in this uh, uh, plaza? Well, that's the disadvantage. Ooh, um, if you count Otani. You can I don't count Otani. Um, I was going to say you can get sake if you want it. I'm there, afraid that's a deal breaker. There's uh, there's but, the, uh, the the steak place. The I think we're closer to Brew Kettle. I mean, it's we're across closer the street, to Brew Kettle. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm just, I'm just going to stick my head out the window, see if I can see any yeah, bars. Barry's up wandering around. All right. Well, by the way, welcome to Blindsided. And then they'll insert a song there. Great. That was great. Um, they, they have nice neighbors here, too. I want to add that because I was wandering around lost and a nice lady down the hall was like, oh, are you looking for the podcast place? Yeah. And there was a sign. I came in. It looked like it said Pooh Populi. Close enough. Wow. I, I came in by the title place. <laughs> yeah, I figured Apparently. that out. J- just for future reference, Dave, there is no Pooh Populi. It's, it's just pod pod. That's, that's why I followed the sign to this place. Otherwise, I'd still be wandering around. I want to just put it. I want to say to Carol when she listens to this, I would have been better off going the left route, which is my instinct, but she always gives me shit for it. So I went to the right door and I was wrong. I prefer cardinal directions. So right is wrong and left is right. In this case, it was. Up is down and black yeah. is white. So take that, Carol. So you guys might have noticed that Joe's not here. Um, Joe's. That's a shame. Joe's very busy uh, directing a play, so he won't be here for a little bit, um, which is a bummer because Joe, myself, and my daughter spent some time on, on some wild adventures with Adrian, my wife, last week, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, one thing was that, uh, you know, Joe and Dakota were filming, and they decided that they would play. They had a backstory. They were father and daughter. And uh, it really came across well. It was funny. I wish I could show it to you. It's, it's, it's a really funny scene. Um, Barry, have you been busy? Oh, very busy. Me as well. Very busy, like just super busy. And then the thing about Scott is he's also busy since he, uh, quit being scoutmaster. He's got more camping fucking trips than he's ever had as scoutmaster. What's the deal so, with that, Scott? Like I haven't quit yet. In November, oh. we're, we're, which is Jovember, Joe's birthday. We're trying to plan November. something. Yeah. No, and I don't give it Adrian Vender either. Oh, that um, didn't work. We're trying to like plan like a trip to go to a buddy's brewery, and we can't go because Scott's like, I'm busy that weekend. What are you doing? Camping. What are you doing the next weekend? Camping. Like, come on, Scott. I'm running a race and camping. Oh, he's running a race. At the same time. Are you going to stop halfway through and call it a day? <laughs> <laughs> When is well, enough camping enough? Well, I don't know. Why don't you ask Andy when is enough racing enough? Uh, for the record, I have won. I have run one race this year, and it was two weeks ago. No shit. 
Yes. Just keep running and running. Yeah. Running. <laughs> so in your face, Dave, how many times have you Get camped this year, Scott? Face. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> Probably like that's not a good sign. It's too many. Yeah. If you can't count, it's too many. Yeah. Yep. The nights probably have been. Give it a rest, Scott. Over 30, I would guess. <laughs> Give it an indoor rest. <laughs> yeah, take a load off. <laughs> that's why um, there's houses. <laughs> so, anyways, we got Dave here, Barry here, Scott here, me here. Um, I listened to the last week's episode, and I will tell you, it sounded phenomenal. Like it must be my laptop when I'm editing that doesn't have great speakers because I was certain it sounded like shit. And then I listened to it and I was like, wow, that's crystal clear. So I, I went down to Columbus today uh, to a music studio to film a voiceover demo. And uh, I had some extra time at the end. So the guy said, do you have any questions? So I said, yeah, here's my setup at home. Cause I'm like, can I use it for voiceovers too? And he was like, that looks pretty good. And then, I, so I said, you know, I use it for a podcast. And he's like, well, let me listen to it and tell you what it sounds like. So I said, uh, listen to last week's because we recorded in our basement. And I'm curious how you think it sounds. And he's just like, it sounds amazing. Except for the two guys that were sharing the mic. Yeah, even even you guys yeah. sounded okay. We sound, yeah, we sounded which, good. Yeah, I have corrected that problem. I got a splitter and I got you your own mic and uh, headphones and everything. The audio quality was good. Okay. The content was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought the content, content was blows, great. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. I mean, if we keep Dave's volume down, things will just go along swimmingly. I agree. I thought Barry's vagina monologues was fantastic. I appreciate uh, that, Scott. You're that's good. That's great. At the discomfort that Andy brought, and uh, because Barry, I will not disappoint you with that very heavy vagina monologue uh, episode today. Good. I, In I, fact, I, you know, I wanted to call that episode the vagina monologue. I would have been okay with that. I don't uh, think you can talk about vaginas enough. You can't. We'll see. I can talk about vaginas more than Scott can camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> you know what I want to find out? What these buttons on the... Uh, oh, let's do them. You ready? Yeah. Button number one. Nothing. They called the police. <laughs> Button number two. Okay, I'm just going to hit all of them. That's a fire department. So they don't even have the pre-programmed buttons working on the podcast. That is a bunch of bull crap. I mean. Mm. Maybe it's just turned way down. Uh, no, it's not. Because they lit up for a while like they were doing something. <laughs> they lit up like to say, please program me. I could be a berry button. Berry. Berry. This one says Andy's an a-hole. Asshole. Asshole. Whoop, whoop. Um, I did get some uh, messages from a listener who had some questions, um, which I did not write down, but I have that. Here, he says, this is a big one. Oh, a good one. Ooh. He thinks. Is it, is it about vaginas? Uh, no, but we'll get to it. Uh, biggest first world complaints. My most recent. Driving a loaner car and I'm going a short distance, like a half a mile or so, and I don't put on my seatbelt. Well, we'll get to that. This Subaru bell gets so loud, and typically I just turn off the radio. But this one actually dims the radio to a hum until you put your seatbelt on. <laughs> they do so, build Subarus for safety. So I'm not, yeah, so I, I think he, he might be in the wrong in this one. He should put your seatbelt on. Yeah. We can't afford to lose Tommy Toledo. Yeah. Am I right? Yes. Oh, Tommy Agreed. Toledo. Or Danny Dayton, depending on how you know him. Um, <laughs> and then he did have another question, which... I think it's a really good question. Um, 
how will you die? Like old age, disease, car accident. How would you want to die if you could pick? And he's trying to preface it by saying, you can't say you're going to rescue babies or kittens and die. Or well, like damn. for singing karaoke and getting bad wiring, wiring and electrocuted. I have, okay. been, I have been electro- like electrocuted by a microphone before. It is quite painful. I've been electrocuted before. It's not fun. Yeah. So h- how how do you think you'll die, Barry? If, if you know, history is any indication or genetics, it'll be heart disease for sure. Yeah. But how would you like to die? How would I like to die? Uh, you know, uh, in bed, surrounded by my family and uh, very at a very old age. Interesting. Interesting. I have a different take on that. So. <laughs> How about you, Scott? Well, I, I think I'm going to die of old age and around 90-ish uh-huh. if, if things go well. Um, yeah, I mean, my grandpa, he made it to like almost 95 and was healthy till the end. So I'm, I'm going to guess that. And how would you like to die that way? Um, I mean, that's, that's a good way to go. I'm going to go with Barry in bed, though. And not... not <laughs> Yeah. I beg your Let's pardon. back that up. Let's back okay. So you want to go to you want to die with Barry next to you in bed? Okay, that's sweet though. You guys are yeah. tight. My family's going to be a little surprised to see you there. Right now, I feel like it has to happen. <laughs> Scott, we just got word Barry took a turn for the worse. I'm right. I'm coming right I'm, over. I'm there. <laughs> okay. I, what I was gonna say, I meant to say, is like a Barry, I would like to be in bed when I die. Surrounded by lovely woman, but so like you know that whole like going out with a heart attack like in the middle of uh you know coitus co- yeah thank you you're welcome mm. yeah, I think that'd probably be a decent way to go it would be you going get a high five the bang. you right, get a high yeah. five from people right. I think why right. did you why didn't you say Carol I was he, wondering he, yeah, that no, too we, well, <laughs> a lovely woman I, I applied I I, am I assumed he was implied. that it was yeah. uh, that it was Carol yeah. Yeah, well, I, I did too, but it was strangely worded. You got to admit, <laughs> I'm not good in the moment. You know, <laughs> that's what that's what said. Carol says. <laughs> just you know, just for future reference, Carol's welcome to come over on my deathbed. Also, <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll do it on you while you, <laughs> while you die. <laughs> now it, really it just gets you're gonna better die and better. An orgy. <laughs> How about you, Dave? Uh, I'm probably gonna die. You know, I've spent my whole life taking really good care of myself. So I'm probably going to die young with some sort of disease. But my family heart history is good. So that's good. I don't know what it'll be. Um, But yeah, I'll probably die like around 80 after, you know, a long illness of just feeling shitty. Um, And if given a chance, I'd like to die either really quick with a heart attack, you know, or, or, you know, without any suffering and without any pain to my family or, um, you know, I'd like somebody to, uh, to shoot me up with morphine and just yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, if given the opportunity, I think I would like to die while I'm on a run somewhere nice and it'd be just like that. It's just Attached by a wolf. Uh, no, cause that wouldn't be pleasant. If oh, I could just okay. go, Oh, my heart hurts and just fall over and I'm dead. Um, and then eaten by a bear at whatever happens to me afterwards amazing if i could be eaten by a bear and it would poop out pieces of me later and they'd have to look for those pieces so that i'd cause somebody else discomfort after my death that would be great 
And uh, I think most likely it's going to be cancer. So, I mean, that seems to be my family's tragedy. So, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, we can all end up in the same bed together <laughs> while Scott's doing it with Carol on top of us. Thanks for that pep talk, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, it was a good question. Encouraging. I mean, that's a know, very Tommy Toledo question. It was question. an upper. Um, so, I'm just going to dive out this window. We're, they, on the, this, we're on the second floor now. It could be trouble. Dave, you got some fun facts for us? I sort of do. It's not great because if the they're fun good, facts that I found if they're good next n- next week we'll make a theme song for you with oh, fun nice. facts. Oh nice. Okay. If they suck though, then we'll make a parody song about your f- about how my fun facts yeah. are fuck, fucked up fun facts. Yeah. Okay. Um so last week we were talking about the Who or the Rolling Stones. Yeah. So I decided to pull up some fun facts about the Who and the Rolling Stones. Nice. That'll lead lead nicely into our next segment. Oh, good. And some of these we're going to turn into a quiz. Sorry you're not here, Joe. I I believe that you'd be able to come up with the answer to one or two of these. Okay. Um, Before the Who were known as the Who, they had two different names. Anybody? The what? And the why? Detours and the high numbers. Very nice. Yeah, All right, Barry. Ding, ding. Two points. Oh, damn it. Well, let me get out my soundboard then. Okay. For sure, if we're going to have a quiz. Um, go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll get them next time. Okay. Uh, there you go. This is a uh, fun fact. Um, on May 31st, 1976, the Who did a show that was built, not built, but found by the Guinness Book of World Records to be the loudest concert Ever. And that I think that might still stand, but I haven't looked at a Guinness Book of World Records in 45 years. And where was it? So I'm not sure. Um, I believe it was at uh, Swansea Polo Grounds. But it's not listed here, so we're just going on my facts. It was not Swansea. I don't know. I just wanted to hit the buzz. (laughs) Okay. You'll have many more, many more uh, points. Okay. Um, Okay. The Who had one of the greatest drummers of all time. Wait, I thought, where was the question in that? There wasn't. There wasn't. He, he says oh, only some fact. of them will have questions. So yeah. I tried some to, ma- I tried to make up a question. Oh, I thought we were, how many decibels or something? Uh, you know, that I don't remember. 137. All right, thank you. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. Uh, I must be right. I heard a ding. Okay, so uh, one of the, the Who's first drummer was, well, actually second drummer was uh, one of the greats. His name was? Keith Moon. Right, yeah. You don't have to answer all of them. I, I knew that one, too. Simple. I figured you did. And I'm sorry, I, I probably have no, that's okay. for Barry, you, Scott. I know how much it means to Barry to be right on stuff. I like to be right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so rare. <laughs> their first drummer was actually, this is not on the list, their first number was actually named Doug Sandin, and Keith showed up to a concert once. He was dressed in a glittering gold suit. He had dyed his hair gold and painted his face gold, and he showed up and he says, I can play better than that fucking guy. And he got on stage and ever since then he was their drummer until he passed an untimely Keith. Drummer. Keith was that drummer. Keith was the first drummer. Second drummer. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is a fun one that I have to read to you. As a child, Keith Moon was hyperactive and had restless imagination. Once his art teacher remarked in his report, retarded artistically, idiotic in other respects. Well, his music teacher remarked, has great ability, but must mark against a tendency to, a guard against a tendency to show off. Yeah. So, 
Mm-hmm. I love Keith Moon. I think he was one of the best ever. You couldn't get away with saying that about a student. No, these you days. wouldn't say. No. You wouldn't say retarded. And in fact, the 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 description she gave would apply to almost every fucking kid in school. <laughs> yeah, that's Wee! I'm an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I digress. So that's quite all right. Okay. Um, Barry, give somebody else a chance now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Barry. John Entwistle. <laughs> Every hit that the Who ever had, except for one, was written by Pete Townsend. Anybody name the cover song? Mm. Nope. I proved last week I don't even know any other songs. That's true. It's a cover You'll song. You'll probably know the cover song. If it helps you, it was on Live at Leeds, which is... And that became a hit? It's a hit. Huh. I have no idea. Take it away, Barry. You got anything, Barry? No, I don't know. Okay, the song... Oh, right wait. Here. Summertime Blues? Did you peek? No. All right, I just Andy I, gets I started to ding yourself, I started to think, well, there what live go. songs do I know by them that... Okay. And that one just clicked. I swear. All right. Um, On my cancerous grave. <laughs> what Muppet was? Uh, what Muppet was inspired animal. by Keith Moon? Yeah, everybody animal. knows that one. Sorry, yeah, Barry. Absolutely, no. Barry knew it too. But <laughs> um, let's see. Um, we'll come back to that one. Uh, let's see. Keith Moon once. Uh, Oh, yeah, here we go. That's the one I was looking for. Oh, I'll just cut out that dead air. <laughs> Keith Moon once drove what sort of vehicle where on his 21st birthday? Mm. I, a Rolls Royce to Buckingham Palace. A VW van to my a-hole. I would guess a double-decker bus. Okay, Scott gets half a point for a oh, Rolls Royce. Oh, Scott. He drove into the swimming pool at Wait. the Holiday Inn in Flint, Michigan. Half huh. a point. Yeah. Wrong continent, but okay. close, close enough. enough. <laughs> oh, this one's not even on the list, but I'm going to make it up. Um, <clears throat> Keith Moon died in an apartment building owned by what other act? Uh, what other? Um, Michael Caine. What other uh, musician? Oh, oh, a musician. Yep. M- 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 Mick Jagger. I was going to say that. Oh, there's still no. sirens here. Almost just like home. Paul McCartney. This is a hard one. Harry Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Who else died in the same apartment exactly one year? Jimmy Hendrix. Earlier. Oh, Jim Morrison. Jimmy Hendrix. Okay. Uh, Mama no. Cass. Yeah. Uh, okay. Choked on That's a lot of women. It's also on my on my trip to uh, to London. I took a, a music uh, tour. Oh, that's supposed. Cool. To, yeah, it was awesome for me. It was supposed to be like two hours and it lasted five. It was awesome. And, uh, that apartment building is also the same, uh, same apartment down by the river that the clash sing about. I live in a yeah apartment down by the river. The down river. by the river. That one. That's what? the one. London calling. London calling. You I got wanna, it. I want to explore why your two hour tour lasted five hours. Cause you were so engaged or because the, because the guy that gave the tour was awesome. Because you were going, excuse me, what are you saying? I said that this is the local buckle from Bula. And you were like, what? No, but I got to say that I... I, I nipped me tuckers. I embarrassed the shit out of Sydney because I knew pretty much 
everything that the guy was saying. So uh-huh. I had to inject, interject. In. Oh, you're that guy. Yeah, Were you I, like, I, was, I, I was. I got this from here. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of like that. But it was <laughs> it was awesome. I really enjoyed talking to the guy. Okay, that's it for Who Facts. Sweet. Um, so we now got some Rolling Stone facts. Um, let's see. Mick Jagger was a ballet dancer. Really? Yes, he was. He still got the moves. Okay, the who's... He moves like Jagger. Moves like Jagger. Oh, nice. I see where you went there. Um, Their first hit was uh, in 1962, I do believe, and it was not played on stage until 2022. Wow. Anybody know what their first hit was? Or their first single, I should say? No idea. Not 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 given that information. What band are we talking about now? Rolling uh, Stones. Rolling Stones now. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite band over the Who? Uh, I'll give you a clue. Mother's Little Helper. It was a cover song. Oh. It was a Chuck Berry cover song. Oh. Oh yeah, sure. And roll over Beethoven. Uh, it was actually come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. By the way, when my brother listens to this, Dave, uh, have Ken listen to this because this is right up his alley. He's going to be screaming out all the answers. Oh, awesome. Awesome. All right, cool. Uh, let's see. Oh, here. that was the answer? Come on. I thought you want me to come on. Re- telling yeah, me Come on answer. was the name of the song. You watch. Barry, put that he, back in. He didn't want you to do that. <laughs> come on, what? <laughs> we're not on any, we're not, you're not on your deathbed. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. What, uh, what Rolling Stonesman was the, uh, was the band librarian kept uh, kept strict accounting of Charlie every Watts. day? It's got to be, right? It was actually Bill Wyman. Really? Yeah, but yeah. Charlie Watts wore a suit. Yeah, that's true. That's a great. Story. You're my fucking singer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever call me your fucking drummer again. You're my fucking singer. I really like that we get to keep using an English accent in yeah. this episode. Yeah, that's a major plus here. Um, one of the uh, things that uh, that Bill Wyman tallied is how many women he slept with. Uh, I don't know what the number is. Eight. Uh, it was 476. When he's the, the bass player. I'm it's... sure that's not even. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's a bass player, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> the Rolling Stones toured in 1975 with an inflatable thing that they inflated on stage. What was the thing they inflated on stage oh, for was the it, 1975 was it tour? Lips? Lips? It's penis. It's a woman. Another another full point. All right, Scott, you're right there. I know a few things. You are. Oh, it was, right a, it was penis. Related. It was a giant penis. The penis's name <laughs> of course was. What the hell was the penis's name? Uncle, Reginald. Uncle Cogsworth. Oh, no. Scott's Tire, familiar with tired grandfather was <laughs> yeah, the name of the penis. inflating penises. Scott's yep. familiar with all uh, pop culture penis references. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> um, let's see. Uh, not not being invited to the party. Brian Jones, Charlie Watts, and Keith Richards. Uh, Richards, <coughs> sorry, um, they crashed the party for the uh, the release of a Hard Day's Night movie. Oh, um, bugger! Yeah, <laughs> why weren't they invited? Um, I don't know. Maybe because they're not Beatles. <laughs> Just a thought. Was there animosity between those bands? I don't think so. No. But uh, animus. You may may or may not know that the Stones were kind of marketed as the bad boys. Uh, the bad, bad boy answers to the Beatles, yeah. Let's see. The Rolling um, Stones said a lot of critical stuff about the Beatles. I think, but I, I think it was more to get themselves into the into the relevant relevancy. Could be, could be. That's why I think the Smartless podcast sucks. 
Alrighty. Uh, let's see here. Um, the Beatles did, however, donate a song to the Rolling Stones. They recorded it themselves, but they actually they actually wrote it for the Stones. Anybody? Anybody? Dealer? Um, Love Me Do. <laughs> no, that's too... It's got to be something... Uh, I don't know. Nobody? I'm looking through you. I want to be your man. Uh, that, that sounds about right. Okay. You're all welcome for that... that Singing that was there. amazing. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate God. that. Uh, let's see here. Um, Let me cut it out, though. This is super easy. Actually, I think you'll probably get both of these. Keith don't need no... Um, what <laughs> filmmaker has used the song Gimme Shelter in four uh, of their Martin movies? Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Four different movies he's used that yeah, song. He loves it. And who yeah. designed the cover of Sticky Fingers, which was the uh, which was the Mick Jagger's crotch with the actual working Andy Warhol. zipper? Andy Warhol. Mm. Very nice. I know those. Very nice. Okay. Um, got, let's uh, see. There we go. That's fun facts today. from Dave. Well, I brought up uh, something we could play really quickly. I won't go through the whole thing. Remember we talked about bands Dave would like or wouldn't like. I, I won't do all of them, but I've got a list of bands. I Googled. <laughs> and uh, we'll start with an easy one. The Beatles. I say yes. Yes. Sure, absolutely. Mm, it gets harder now, though. Grand Funk Railroad. I know that recently Dave's been going through an Americana kick where he likes American music, so I'm going to go yes on that. I'm also going to go yes. I'll say yes. I'll give Grand Funk a C plus. That's a no, then. Mm, that's think. a no. Yeah, yeah. They've got you know, there's probably ten songs of theirs that I like, and a bunch of stuff that I'm not interested in hearing. Scorpions. To know for me, bro. Yeah, it's a no. I would guess you probably liked them when you were like ten, and now you don't. All right, that's a good bet, a good guess, Barry. But nah, never a big Scorpion fan. Like them, okay. Yeah. Don't um, you know? Don't actually go out of my way to listen to them. Do you this buy is- into the conspiracy that the CIA helped them write? <laughs> that was such a great podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true. The winds of change. Winds, winds of change. Of change. Yeah. That was an awesome. I love podcast. that song. I don't if as long as you're you've liked, subscribed, and listened to Blindsided, then you should check out that podcast. I think it's called yes. Winds of Change. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Ario Speedwagon. I'm gonna say no. I say two lighters up for that one. Swaying in there. I don't think he would admit it if, even if it was a yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I liked uh riding the storm out. Okay. That's about it. Uh, that's a no. I'm just a no. <laughs> Steve Miller band from Fly Like an Eagle on. I say no. So we're not talking about Steve Miller band early years. Steve, Steve Miller, Miller band Miller early bands. years. I say yes. Steve Miller band later years. No. That's my guess. He he plays like jazzy yacht rock now. It's it's nothing like it used to be. So I will say that. Uh, you're a no on both. See, I would say he'd still like Fly Like an Eagle. I mean, everybody likes that song. Yep. Scott is correct. I like pretty much all Steve Miller wow. band except for the song Abracadabra, which I really hate. But don't oh. you want it to reach out and grab you? I really don't. Super I, Tramp. I'm a yes. I'm drawing a blank. I don't even know. Don't know who they are? No. When I was young, blah, 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 blah. Life was so wonderful. Oh. Yeah. Ugh, no. I'm not trying to sing it. I'm saying no to that. Give a little bit. Oh, that I like. Give a 
We'll only do a couple more. I say no. I say yes to Super Tramp. No. I'm, I'm going to say he's probably like C around. You know, like there's a few things he likes, but not much. Yeah, that's Scott got it again. Wow. Super Tramp's a big meh for me. Yeah. Wow. What about, I'm going to go a little hipster for him, Weezer. I say yes. <clears throat> I'm just gonna say it's past his, like it's outside the time. You're calling frame. me ca- classic rock, Dave. Is that what you're calling me? Yeah, yeah. But he's got a daughter who listens to stuff, but she doesn't listen to Weezer, right? There's no, no that's kind of in between. There's no way she listens to Weezer. Yeah, wasn't that like 1995? Yeah, they had yeah. they had like two good albums, and then they kind of fell off a cliff, in my opinion. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just project that onto Dave. Oh, I've got a political call coming in. Oh, should we take it? Yeah, Weezer can wait. Hello? Hello, Summit County Democrat. This is your Summit County Democratic Party here. Uh, it was a re- Boring. Boring. <laughs> Weezer, so that's a no, Dave? No, Weezer's all right. Ah. But I don't own any, and I don't seek them out. That's but okay. if I hear them or, you know, they come on TV or something, I'll I, check I them I think out. that's a good gauge for what we're going for. If I seek them out, like if Thin Lizzy came on the radio, you you turn that fucker off. If Thin, if if Boys Are Back in Town came on the radio, I'd turn that fucker off. If Whiskey in the Jar came on the radio, I'd probably turn that fucker up. J- jailbreak? Mm, maybe I'd listen to it if I, I was in the mood. I will be singing Jailbreak at uh, the yeah. Twinsburg. Uh, <laughs> I wish oh, I was going to be there. We need to pre-review that since. You know, you're going to play on Saturday. That's and pre- preview, Scott. No, no. We're going to talk about how great the show oh, was. Oh, yeah. oh now, I see what you're saying. Yeah. In anticipation. I have to sit, just like Phil Lynott, the singer from uh, Thin, Thin Lizzy. Lizzy, I have to play that song on the bass and sing it at the same time, which is extremely difficult, just to pat myself on is. the back. That song's difficult. They're not all difficult. That one is. What about Foreigner? I say he doesn't like Foreigner. I we can like, we can do the segment every week too. There's so many. <laughs> I think Dave is a foreigner fan. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I guess I'm a foreigner fan. Sure. Uh, did not like like later days when what was that? So I want to know what love is. I Makes me want to vomit. Yeah. You know, but like the is that first, the, the subtitle to that song. I, I want to know love. It makes me want to vomit. It will be when Barry covers it. <laughs> it was a whorish cash grab, is what that was. Yeah, yeah big time. Worked, but though. like the first album is perfect, start to begin, start to finish. The second album's pretty damn good too. But like, huh. I was getting my first girlfriend around that time, and like, I think it was around eighth grade when that came out, or at least when it entered my consciousness. The and first like, album. No, the, the I want to know what love is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, oh, I love that song. I bet you he cried. One, <laughs> probably two. Yeah. I want to say 81. Yeah, I think it was 81. All right, guess what? We're at the halfway point and I actually have a commercial today. Whoop, whoop. I had I decided to skip karaoke last night and put together some stuff. So, here you go. One of the hardest jobs as a parent is having that awkward birds and the bees talk. It can be hard to find the right words, and it leaves things uncomfortable with your kids. But now comes an all-new product, the berry button. (laughs) That's right. Just let your kids ask the questions, 
Then press the Barry button and let Barry take over. Here's some examples. Where do babies come from? Barry. <laughs> you know, hard cocks. Male genitalia, okay? And your sperm also. Vaginas. I'm not sure what you're trying to say there. Barry. Wieners, dicks, you know, schlongs. But what's that word for the female version of that? What's right there? What's that called? Barry. The clip... The, uh, how do you pronounce this? How do you pronounce that word? Mister, can you just do it like my parents do it? You know, talking about birds and bees. I don't really like this. <laughs> Let's talk about vaginas for just a moment if we could. Women can get erections too. Mister, I'm only five. I don't want to hear about this anymore. Please, please take back the berry button. That's right, folks. Once the kids have a taste of the berry button, they'll never want to talk to you about sex again. Or they'll be willing to accept anything you tell them. Well, I think a spork, he, um, he drops it down, and, and then a hole goes in your body, and there's blood everywhere coming out of your head, and then you push your belly button, and then your butt falls off, and then you hold your butt, and you have to dig, and you find a little baby. That's exactly right. Very nice. <laughs> that was that was great. That uh, was that was classic. Yeah. Instant classic. Thanks to Knocked Up for providing some of the uh, <laughs> some words there. Actually, that makes me wonder. I, I want to share that. You know, when it was time for me to get the birds and the bees talk, Dad said, "Rest in peace." If there's ever anything you want to know about sex, you just act, ask. That was uh, that was uh, the talk. So what about you guys? Did you get the talk? Absolutely not. Growing up on a farm, we saw it in action. So it's kind of like, yeah, that all just works the same. With <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even sure how I'm, I exist based on... What I what I think my parents' uh, ability to have sex is. Well, let me tell you what. Let lost. me tell you what they did. <laughs> Please do. When a mommy and daddy love each other very much. Uh huh. Things happen. Like dirty things. Oh. Dirty. Th- <laughs> so like the house gets messy. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't. I I really don't. Thank you, thank you. Uh, my parents never had the talk. No, how about you, Scott? Besides the farm, the, nothing. They were just like, go out and look at that. what that dog's doing to that other dog. <laughs> and that's how you do it. I, I don't think my parents ever did give, have the talk. I mean, we talked about protection, you know, like as I got into, you know, they would talk about, you know, if you need me to buy you something or whatever. So they, they talked about that, but I don't know like about Like a them. shotgun? <laughs> yeah. Like a fence around the chickens. <laughs> well, that's protection for the chickens. <laughs> now I remember uh, mom offered to buy me condoms at some point. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. What about you, Barry? Well, I actually have a good story about that. Oh, good. <laughs> that's what I was somebody hoping does. would happen. So this is this is one hundred percent true. I was I was sitting in the living room watching the Mike Douglas show. Okay. And he's talking, I don't know why I was watching the Mike Douglas show because it was on the TV and I don't know why I was just sitting there. So I was probably about eight or so. And 
on the show, they started talking about sex. They kept saying that word. You know, Mike Douglas said it to some guest over. It kept coming up, and I'm like, I have no idea what that word means. So I go in the kitchen. I'm like, Mom, what is sex? They keep talking about sex on TV. What is that? And she picked me up, and she sat me down on the kitchen counter, and she told me everything in explicit detail. And how old were you? She, she buried Buddy. I think I was eight or nine. And yeah. that guest was Larry Flint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I did the same. Well, I, something similar with my son. I we bought donuts and put hot <laughs> carrots, <laughs> and we put hot chocolate in a th- thermos and went out in the woods and sat down on a log and I told him everything and we ate donuts and had hot chocolate. But you know, my wife and I agreed. He's got to hear. He's got to hear it from us. So he did. Yeah. I got to say that my mind went where your mind went, Andy. <laughs> I wasn't sure it was going to be a carrot. This but donut, I what the donut represents was. your girlfriend. That would, that this carrot represents you. That would have worked pretty well. Too late now. Where were you guys uh, 10 <laughs> and years the, ago? And the donut was glazed. <laughs> Afterwards. Uh, I had a quick question. She-Hulk, yay or nay? I have not. I my son gave it some pretty nasty reviews. Oh, I just mean her. Oh, I don't even know what she looks like to be honest. Really? Uh, See, I think She Hulk is more attractive than the non She Hulk. You mean the guy who plays the Hulk? No, no. she means when she he's <laughs> she's not hulked out. She can oh. control her emotions because yeah. you know women have oh. to do that all the time anyway. So, um, I mean, other than Mark Ruffalo, that's what uh-huh. I was trying to. Say. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say yay. Yeah. Oh, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah but I think she looks pretty attractive. But she's so big. Well, she's big. Yeah. I don't mean fat or anything like that. Nothing disrespectful. No, we don't body shame. Here. We don't body shame. I'm she's just a, saying she's a big. She's a large she's, woman. She's probably like seven feet, at least. Yeah, I think she is. Yeah. They, yeah. Somewhere in there, it said. The George Costanza thing. Mm-hmm. Wanting to. Anyway. She would be an intimidating partner. Okay, I'm just curious because I'm like, I got mixed feelings. What about the show? Has anyone watched it? I heard it's terrible. I've heard it's terrible too. Yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't going to give it a chance. And then um, somebody I used to work with on LinkedIn was posting about it, a, a woman. And she was like, yeah, you know, I like this, this, and this about it. And so I'm like, okay, well, if there's like a, if I can be more woke, I'm going to watch it, right? So we started watching and it's not, I mean, it's a little campy for sure. You know, it kind of reminds me of like some of the 70s shows or something. So it's a little campy. But um, I don't know. It's enjoyable. It's, they're only 30-minute shows. So it's like, yeah, I can watch that. I've actually, what, I was home alone just like Kevin last couple days. And so I decided I'd watch some TV and stuff. So I watched the latest Thor. And as I'm watching, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm over Marvel. Like, I, I was just like, this is ridiculously bad. And I had no interest. I was like, I don't care what happens to any of these people. In fact, if Thor would die at the end of it, I'd probably be happy. Hmm. Yeah. And I've skipped a lot of the Disney, the Disney Plus TV shows on it. Like, Moon Knight couldn't, couldn't make it that. through. You know, I don't like anything Disney. I mean, Marvel's the only thing Disney that I do kind yeah. of like. Um I was running with Peter last night, and he was talking about the the latest Thor, and he said it was pretty good, but I haven't seen it. I, I, I never never enjoyed any of the Thor movies. I really didn't like. I liked the one Avengers movie that was shot in Cleveland because because there was all that East Ninth scenery. I loved that, but I, I you know the, as far as the movie goes, I wasn't that big of a fan. I do like the Spider Man movies. Spider Man movies are the exception yeah. to me. Me talking about Marvel is like 
Scott talking about rock and roll. I just, I, I've never I guessed. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a comic book guy either. Even when I was a kid, I, no. I don't understand why they would choose to do like to take a to have a campy take on the She Hulk thing. You know, the '70s TV shows, which were cool at the time, were super campy. Even if they didn't try to be, they were still campy. I don't know why they would do that. They did the same thing with the um, Michael Keaton Batman movie. You know, like oh yeah, they made it campy, and it, it was based on that. Dark Knight novel, which a buddy of mine in college gave to me. He's like, oh, you got to read this. I'm like, okay, I read it, and then we talked about it. Um, but the book that it was based on, the graphic novel, was not campy at all, and, it, and there's a lot of similarities between them, but the, but then they decided to put all this campy stuff in the movie. I just don't get it. That, that, oh. I just don't understand it. I don't, know, I don't think anybody else likes it, but these directors seem to get hooked on it. Well, I'm only three episodes in, so we'll keep <clears throat> plugging away at it. I mean, it's not like, you know, some shows you're like, I can't wait to watch the next episode. It's not that at all. So, um, yeah, the She-Hulk. Um, so. I was just noticing how really nice your hair looks. Oh, well, thank you. Cut it myself. Scott, why don't you tell us what your hair regimen is? <laughs> uh, what shampoo and conditioner do you use? Whatever how much buys. How much time do you spend on it? Three seconds. <laughs> uh, when I go for a haircut, I'm basically like, just cut it so I don't have to do anything with it in the morning. Am I right, Barry? Yeah, that's, that's my thought. <laughs> yep. Dave. My, my, my hair regimen is, uh, what's the name of that uh, company that ships you the blades? Oh, uh, yeah. I Harry's. Know now the other one. There's another one. Uh, Dollar Shave Club? Dollar yeah. Shave Club, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. And I, not, uh, that has nothing to do with Dave being a Jew, that's why he chose it. <laughs> yeah, it does. He's like, <laughs> Dollar Shave Club. That's for me. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I shave my uh, my face and my beard twice a week, usually on uh, Saturdays before we hopefully go out and do something, and on Wednesday, Wednesday Wednesdays. That's There's a hell of a growth regiment. if you shave Saturday on your beard. Oh, no, 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 just like oh. during my neck. Oh, trim it, okay. Yeah, that would be a lot if it yeah. was, yeah. No. Um, I do have uh, more either-ors we could do. There's some good ones. How about yas or nas? The same thing, oh, really. Okay. But we can do yeah, nah. But no, nah. this is either or. Or we could do a fight because Barry pointed out I had written down Fred Flintstone versus George Jetson and we never really discussed it. Oh, Fred for sure. Yeah, absolutely, Fred. I'm on team Fred, but I'd have to think that George has some sort of technological advantage. Right. Some kind of magic button he pushes. And but he was lasers. a coward. He was, he was always running away from everything. Yeah, exactly. But he must have been fit to run on that treadmill all the time. Whereas Fred's pretty fat, you know? Yeah, but he'll sit on him. If he gets a hold of George, it's over. Yeah. True. George, yeah. Is, George Jetson's birthday was a few months ago. Did that's anybody what started hear about it. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Fred's really an angry drunk and he's probably killed somebody? Because I, I do think I get that vibe from him. Probably. Fed him to Dino. Like he's got rage issues. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think maybe Wilma didn't survive their marriage? I'd like to think that it's possible he, she did not. I think she can't. Didn't she slap him around a little? Uh, yeah, I think I, she, think I think that's why he was so angry. I, yeah. I like to think she, he, he ended up in prison. <laughs> that was dark. Rockatraz. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. See? Very nice. I was searching for one. I just couldn't. I, I was biding myself time. Rockers Island. No, that's that's not. No, that's good. Rockers Island. Rockers. Yeah. 
Now translate it into some sort of meal he would have eaten, Dave. Oh, come on. Um, Rocky Road ice cream? Sure. Right. No, that's not a body part. Stone crab soup? How about... Uh, I'm going with the, the rocks. <laughs> Rather than Rocky, eating human body Rocky parts. Mountain oysters? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I got a brief story. You ready? Yeah. So I bought... I, I, when I go to work and I can wear jean, blue jeans, black dress pants, or black jeans. Those are my choices, right? And then we have a bunch of different shirts, but everybody's got to wear the same stuff like every day. Except for we have like theme Fridays where you can wear other stuff, but let's, you know, we don't have to get into that. So I bought a pair of black jeans on Amazon because like I always wear the same size pants. It's not really that risky to buy them. I don't need to try them on, right? So I buy them. They come in and I pull them on. They fit great, but they have a button fly, mm. right? And I, I just want to know, what were people thinking back in the 80s with the button flies? I don't know. I, I am on the same exact page as you. I mean, you go, you're at work. You're going to the bathroom. You have to unbutton everything. You're standing there in your underwear, practically, hoping your pants don't fall down just so you can go to the bathroom. Yeah. There's no use yeah, for a button fly. Not a fan. No, nope. Never understood it. And then if a button happens to come out, and for someone with a huge anomaly, I don't know who that would be, <laughs> but it's a problem. And suddenly you're like talking to someone. They're like, "Are you flashing me?" So I think was was that maybe the point? Because the buttons it gave it there was more like it was looser. So maybe it made your junk look bigger. I don't know. I I don't I don't like them. I'm with Barry. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's I'd send those fuckers back. I li- really like how they fit. I just don't like the button fly. So I've been living with it. Did, That's did, rough, especially if you have urgency. Yeah, I don't have that issue too much. Occasionally, I do. Depends on if it was. Uh, What's been your favorite the last night theme Friday? Oh, they'll do like wear shirts from college or your favorite sports team or fall colors, stuff like that. My favorite one. I like wearing my college shirts so I can parade it around the shop you know, with all those guys that didn't go to college. <laughs> I, I, and that's why they love you. Actually, get along really good with those guys. I'm just teasing. So I worked for a record chain, and we were the only record chain that required you to wear a suit and tie, which I thought was fucking get the re- fuck out of here. Right, fucking ridiculous. I mean, we were going up against Tower Records and all these local. We we were in Boston, so all these great local record stores. Mm-hmm. No, got to wear a suit and tie, and I, I was like so against it and vocal about it. And then one day we had a little management change, and the n- new district manager was like, "No more suit and tie." And he called me in the store and I literally in front of customers just ripped off my tie and my suit and it was like, yeah, nice. Stick it to the man. We had, yeah. right, we had absolutely no uh, dress code. Well, you shouldn't. You're working a record store. Who yeah, wants to buy a guy? Like, yeah, a, shorts and a concert t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, R- yeah I'm really into Power Man 5000 in my suit. You know, sure you are suity. Record exchange homies. Record exchange homies. <laughs> Have you guys ever noticed that a lot of places say no shirts, no shoes, no service? Nobody ever says no pants. Thank you. That's where I'm going with it. So so we can wear a shirt and I shoes. came close while in Cincinnati to being like, fuck it. I'm just taking my pants off and walking in with my shirt and my shoes and being like, what are you talking about? I don't need pants. Doesn't say it on the sign. 
Think about it. All our listeners, that? please go out and try that. We going out to dinner? Why don't we try it tonight? I think that's like a state law that you have to post that, right? At eating establishments or something? I don't think Good. so. Maybe. To have a shirt and shoes? I th- it was so common in like Missouri that asterisk not at Kepner's. No, in Missouri, didn't yeah. it say no shirt, no Jews? No, oh, we are. that was that was implied. Yeah. It was like the pants. You didn't have to <laughs> <Yeah>. say it. <laughs> I would love to see a sign that says that, though. and I would be like, you know what? I'm offended, but well done, sir. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Well, wait. So that would say that you have to have a Jew. No shirt. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. No shirt, no Jews, no right. service. I could be your designated Jew. Yeah. yeah. That could and be a whole business. he could be with you half the time. There we go, yeah. That could be a whole business. <laughs> you have to bring a Jew in with you. Mm-hmm. Rent a Jew. Rent, rent a, Jew. a Jew. Oh, yeah. Oh. Avis rent a Jew. <laughs> They'd never have what you want, though. <laughs> Just like Avis. You know, my company changed from Enterprise, which would, like, you know, bring a car to the, the site and, you know, leave it. Or they, you know, if you went to them and they would, take you back to the site so that you didn't have to leave your car like at some open lot. We switched to Hertz recently. They do not pick you up. So like the other night I had to uh, go pick up a car and I didn't want to leave my truck on their lot. I wanted to leave it in the, the garage at work. And so I ran there. It was only three miles. So it's not a big deal. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. But I show up and the lady at the counter, she's like, you did what? How'd you get here? And I'm like, yeah, I ran. She just acted like I was a crazy person or something. It was you, pretty funny. You think you're better than me? And she doesn't even know you. No. <laughs> Scott, I, you think you're better than me because you can run three miles? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I rented from Enterprise recently, and I got to the airport, and they're like, sorry, no cars. Oh. I'm like, great, okay. So I call like a place like two miles away, an Enterprise, not on the airport, and they're like, sure, sir, we got plenty of cars. And I'm like... I think you guys have a business model problem. <laughs> so I, I went to this other place and they were like, uh, did you saw, run there? No, I took an Uber. I'm oh, not okay. Scott level crazy. And, uh, well, you had luggage. I assumingly. Did, yeah. I just had a backpack. Yeah. Um, but I got there and they wanted to give me all these big vehicles. And I was like, listen, I'm just, I want something small and comfortable. I, I don't want a van. I don't need a van or pickup truck or whatever. And uh, they were like, oh, sorry. And then the guy like lit up and he was like, oh, I got a car for you. So we go out and looking around and the lady's like, yeah, just so you know, don't have a gas cap. I mean, it's noted on here, but doesn't. So the, so I was going one way. So the moral was, he was just like, this is my chance to get rid of this fucking car <laughs> oh, yeah. without a gas cap. <laughs> sure enough, I get to the new place and the lady's like, there's no gas cap. And I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Anyways. Digress. Anybody have anything? We're hitting the 57 mark. Abby's swollen, misshapen finger looks infected. Um, I, hopefully she has worker comp. Oh, no. Somehow I doubt it. I'm sure she's a contractor. Right. I'm itching to hit that stop button. We could probably wrap it up early. We can wrap it up a little early if we want. I just want to hit the button. I don't care if we stop. Okay, well, you're in, you just hit a different Barry, button for the time being. Barry, you're, you're in charge of whenever we hit the stop button. <laughs> I think you restarted it. You did. Oh, we can we can cut it off there. All right, just hit it again so it's done. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.